Hello everyone, it is Saturday 23rd of December, it's nearly Christmas. Hello everyone, hello Guido, hello Diego. Hello. Hello, Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, hear the jingles. <laughs> we're here, we're here, it's nearly, t it's nearly the time. Are you ready? Have you got your Christmas presents packed? Have you got the Christmas tree up? Have you got St. Martin's, wasn't it? No, Santa Claus. Ah, Santa Claus. Didn't you say St. Martin or something? Was that wrong? St. Martin, yeah, that's something totally different. That's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I get confused with that. But Santa Claus was the uh, 50th of December, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. my Christmas is already uh, done. That's awesome. But, that's awesome. But we have a little Christmas tree in our house. And uh, everyone in the Netherlands has uh, Christmas decorations and stuff. But uh, the presents thing is more of the 5th of December. But, the fifth. Yeah. Oh, that's very different, isn't it? Yeah, but no yeah, wonder you're different. It's just a different festivity. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, yeah. that's incredible. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, you did the fifth. I think maybe Diego. Did you have a different date as well? Something in Finland? No, I don't think no? so. That's um, Christmas Eve, twenty fifth, twenty sixth, and New Year's Eve. For some reason, I ah no, it was when you lived in Italy. You lived in the in, in Brescia. And then there you had Santa Lucia, which is uh, Saint Lucia. And yeah, that that's a, that's right. That that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember now. But Santa Claus is. Uh, I think that's where Santa Claus is based on. So uh, he's very similar as, in, as Santa Claus, and uh, he gives presents to kids. All right. And, uh, has racist uh, little helper. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you know about that, but uh, tell us they, all they, about it. They 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 used. In my youth, they used to have uh, like black faces. They are called Zwarte Piet, Black Piet. And oh. they, everybody, every helper of Sinterklaas was, had basically black face oh. paint <laughs> on that, their faces. That is not very good, is it? <laughs> and uh, that got a lot of uh, uh, backlash. Well, I imagine, Especially yeah. the last maybe five years or something or maybe 10 already and nowadays uh it's just some some little like almost like um rambo. <laughs> rambo like the like the, the black uh, stains on, this, uh, on, on their faces it should oh. should be like similar that they went through the chimney so oh, like a chimney like, sweep ah oh, not rambo yeah, wow that would be like hilarious that, but not rambo. fully black anymore they they used to be fully black with red lips and uh, and like a uh, black curly wig on, but uh, that yeah. wasn't uh, that doesn't fly anymore in, the, in this day and age. And I'm glad they changed it because yeah. uh, there was uh, yeah it was just feels really wrong nowadays. Aye aye, especially yeah yeah, especially nowadays. It's uh, I think things change so much and for the better. I I think Diego, what about you? Have you are you all Christmas up and ready to go. Yes, everything's planned, everything's waiting. So it's just a matter of hours and then everything will hopefully go off nicely with the family and everything. Good. Well, um, I've watched a lot of Christmas movies lately. I don't know about you, uh, like uh, not one a night, but uh, sort of stuff. What are your favorite Christmas movies? Mm, I don't think I have any favorite Christmas, Christmas movie, as a matter of fact, but... Uh, mm. I usually associate Christmas time with uh, some specific type of movies, like black and white, very old uh, mm. comedy, like Chaplin and uh, Laurel and Hardy, 
or otherwise with the Asterix and Obelix cartoons ah, for some yeah. reason. I think maybe when I was a kid, they used to show, show I these. Rem- I remember they broadcast those shows. I used to watch those, the Asterix and Obelix, and then the Bugs Bunny and Looney Tunes special. And, and the Peanuts and... movies as well. Oh, those are yeah. very Christmas-like. Weedo, what about you? Oh, of course, uh, Home Alone. Mm-hmm. You're very, very British, Weedo. Like, no, very British is wrong. Um, very American. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know how to say this in English. But yeah, it's a very British cultural thing. Do, do you have anything spe- specifically Netherlandy for for Christmas? Oof. Like movies and stuff? I don't think so. Every, all the budget goes to Sinterklaas here. <laughs> <laughs> so they have like uh, Sinterklaas movies and stuff like that every year. Every every year there's new ones. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they, they also have like a whole show around it, like a sort of, uh, yeah, a daily uh, journal, they call it, or like a newscast. And they, they have like all kind of adventures and stuff. And there's always something wrong with the presents or the, the big book of Sinterklaas where all the names of the kids are in. There's always something and uh, they have to resolve that uh, before uh, Sinterklaas happens. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff around Sinterklaas, but I don't think we have like Christmas movies. Yeah, maybe for adults, maybe like romantic. Hey, hey, uh, (laughs) what kind of adult movies? (laughs) Not not those. (laughs) Christmas adult movies. Not those kind. No, maybe those as well. I don't know. uh, (laughs) uh, Just like the romantic comedy kind of movies. Ah, yeah, the rom-com. You have those from Christmas themed in the Netherlands, Mm. but uh, not things I watch. I'd rather watch just Die Hard or something. Uh, yeah, that's that's. I've seen that like ranked as a one of the top Christmas movies for some reason. I, it is in fact Christmas movie, isn't it? I, Die Hard takes place over Christmas, isn't it? If I recall yeah, correctly. Yeah, and also, I just, um, what's yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, uh, the the Beat Takeshi movie, or it's not Beat Takeshi, um, where, where they're all on the island and they have to kill each other. That what a Christmas spirit that is. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, the the name of that movie? Uh, Battle Royale, something like that. Yeah, Battle Royale. I think the second one is... Uh, you know, is no, it's the one... Um, what's it? Oh, I forgot her name. Uh, it's not called Battle Royale. It's called something Hunger Games, isn't it? No? Uh, yeah, but that's the, same, that's the American kind version. Of setup and, yeah. But uh, Battle Royale is the, the Japanese version. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I thought, I thought you were trying to re- remember the, the, the Hunger Games name. Yeah. I, I've never seen the Hunger Games. No, no, neither but have I. But I think uh, Battle Royale is also Christmas. So, uh, yeah. Well, nice what does movie. it have to do with Christmas? <laughs> it's, it is it is during Christmas. <laughs> it's shown I don't at know Christmas, the first but why the do they show that one. movie over Christmas? Like, it's like <laughs> gory violence and... <sighs> Yeah, but but I think I think the the there is some Christmas theming in that movie <laughs> that it's during Christmas or something. My God. I don't know. I, I remember something like that. So uh, maybe I should watch that again. It's a good movie. I'm gonna or give you my movie. my two my two favorites, top three. Let's say top three. Okay. So we've got here. We watch and we really like. Um, it's an animated movie movie from Netflix called Klaus. Oh, I know. And I've seen that around, but I've never seen it. We watch it regularly, and it's one of our favorites. And then, um, what's the other one? Oh, no, it just fled my mind. 
uh, Christmas Chronicles, where Kurt Russell is, in our opinion, the best Father Christmas that can possibly be. And okay. it's a, the first one is really good. Uh, the second one, I, I do not like at all, unfortunately. But the, the first one's really good, especially until you get to the elves bit. And then it kind of, for me, drops off with the CG there a bit too much. But it's one of the another one of our favorites. Really good atmosphere. And, and then we, we watch, sometimes we watch Elf, which is not my really my cup of tea, but for some reason Elf passes. And we, we like that movie. Home Alone as well is another classic that kids love. We haven't seen it yet this year, but we've seen loads. Um, so yeah, all in the Christmas spirit, trees up, presents underneath it. Uh, about, about movies, we do, we do have some traditional Christmas holidays movies in Italy, but uh, since you mentioned adult comedies, these are very old. They, they like turn 40, I think, the first one this year, but this holiday, Christmas holiday series of movie, but... Ah, oh, yeah. They are, yeah. Good Lord, yeah, you're right. Festive, they, they, they are in... Very different kind, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, all about uh, grown-up uh, yuppie people and having all sorts of affairs uh, at uh, Christmas resorts, something like that. But, yeah, yeah. But uh, very bad Italian mm, stuff. Real life, yeah. <laughs> real life, yeah. real Italian stuff. <laughs> but by the way, an, another thing is what you ask what what are our favorite, but then. Uh, there are also the mandatory ones, meaning the ones that are always shown on television over here. There is this very famous old uh, British, I think, cartoon called The Snowman. Yeah, yeah, we that have that too. Practically everyone has to watch. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's with the song. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I, I see, that's a staple here as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, the Snowman song. But it, we sad, never get tired it? of it, to be honest. Yeah. It's, a, it's just a perfect little movie. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure when I'm uh, at my parents' home uh, next weekend, then uh, I'll hear that uh, that song. Mm. My mother mm. maybe, really loves it. Maybe I another think she, one. She even that... uh, sings it at a church. Church. How do you call that? Uh, what? Who? <laughs> a chore? A choir? A choir? A choir. A choir. Wow. She even <laughs> sings that at a choir. <laughs> so uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's it's another a, one that it's always, always invariably shown in Finland, but on the New Year's Day, uh, there is an older black and white short called Dinner for One. Oh, and I, I think it's probably also British. Mm, don't know. And if it's not British, it must be American then because it is in English anyway. That's another very very nice one you never get tired of it's a short movie about uh, a noble lady having dinner but uh, alone because uh, all her friends with whom she had traditionally the new year's eve or new year's day dinner are long gone so she's the only one left and she basically has dinner alone with the butler and I don't really know how how you can um, watch it, but it might be even on YouTube. It's it's very old, but it, it's always shown here in Finland every year, and it's it, it's nice. It's a very comfort movie in a sense. Mm. So we we never miss it. 
Okay, mm. on the opposite side of the spectrum, I will also mention Violent Night, which I watched. I thought it was going to be rubbish. It is not, you know, the best movie, but the entertainment value of that is really high. We, I don't know, my, my partner didn't fall asleep, which is already a miracle. So that, you know, it's a Christmas miracle from that movie. It's a very stupid movie, but we liked it somehow. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Um, I really am tempted to ask you what you're going to eat, but I think uh, we're, we, should, we should move, move on a, a little bit. And um, yeah, anything else you've been up to, guys? I've been playing that uh, game of, of the playthrough podcast. They uh, started a new season. I don't know if you follow the playthrough podcast. I do not. In fact, I've been lacking in listening to my podcast for a little bit now, unfortunately. They, they are like the from the guys from uh, Retro Asylum, sort mm. of offshoot. I see. And, yeah. uh, they play through a game together, uh, a middle-aged game. So that's how they call it. So mm-hmm. it's not a retro game, but also not a new game. And uh, they started playing Doki Doki Literal Literature Club. Wow, <laughs> difficult words for me to <laughs> to, to to say. But uh, sounds like a Japanese game. Doki Doki uh, means when your heart goes, your your emotion, your emotional. Oh, I've in really? Japanese, Doki Doki is your heart. Especially when you uh, meet a girl, your heart. Because goes, you also doki, have Doki Doki, 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 doki Panic. That's uh, Super Mario Bros. Two uh, Japanese uh, edition. But anyway. It's a dating simulator. Ah, uh, there you go. That's Doki Doki. Uh, <laughs> you know? exactly. So um, I never played these. And it's also kind of weird game. So uh, that's there's there's something about this game. Why it's so popular. And if mm. you search about it, then you probably find it. So you have to play it without spoilers. It's a strange game. And I played it through it, and I have opinions, and I will give them <laughs> when the show is uh, released. So, uh, okay. <laughs> so what platform is it? Is it a Steam it's game? A PC uh, originally uh, released for free on Steam, and okay. uh, you can just play it. Still, you can play it on for free on Steam. But they also released a Plus version on all the consoles and also on Steam. But I wouldn't recommend buying it. Just play the free version. I'm not sure um, if this is for me. Um, it's, uh, I, I hardly could tell that it's a game. I don't okay. really. It's just clicking around in text, but it does some interesting stuff. So mm. if you're interested in that. <laughs> so um, is it sort of point and click or not even there? Uh, it's more like an interactive novel. Mm, okay. Uh, and the interaction is really low. So. Did you get some choice points at least, I suppose? Yeah, you can get some choice points. You can sort of choi- choose who to a romance of the little girls, <laughs> which is really awkward. <laughs> they barely look legal, so I thought, mm, I don't know if this game is so good. But I had like a fever for a whole week and that was all I could do, like click and progress the story that uh, that was good for me but uh this game is really strange and maybe uh, my fever uh, didn't help so, uh, <laughs> dating but, young japanese girls anime girls yeah but uh there's more uh which oh, well. is secret so uh it must be very secret yeah let's say uh it gets weird okay <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Anything else? 
Um, yeah, not really. What I said, I'm, I'm, I've been sick for a week, so uh, ah just, yes, uh, yes, poor weeder. I think for, you were for a fever and with a fever, and uh, that was about it. So uh, not yeah, good I'm good glad idea. that's over. <laughs> it's good stuff, mate. It's good stuff. Glad you're better, especially for the holidays. My my kids have been sick home here uh, for the past week, so I was supposed to be off, but I wasn't off really. But there you go, mm. Diego. Do you have to do anything? No, not nothing interesting because I've been fully busy with the preparation for Christmas stuff. So nothing special, really. Right. Well, I'll tell you what I've been doing. I've been going absolutely crazy with AI. I don't know what's happened to me. <laughs> Something's <laughs> taken control. Are you You're falling in love with an AI or something? Uh, no, that would be too much. Um, and for, for, for someone who's uh, actually looking for that sort of trailer in there in a movie there's a movie called her which exactly is what you oh, said yeah. i've seen uh, that one yeah so yeah so have i interesting movie with joaquin phoenix i think so yeah yep. this was a good one he's vegan oh <laughs> <laughs> we get all sorts of insights in this podcast you heard it here last um so yes i've been absolutely absorbed for the past uh i don't know two weeks three weeks with ai stuff and i don't know if i'm addicted and it's not good it's not good so i've tried some ai uh, designing tools and um, some of the images for the podcast i was trying to get through and it's just a uh, plain amazing what you can do it's still very far of being perfect so obviously uh, I tried the design tool, so you can do drawings and stuff and whatever, logos. And there's a lot of different things that you can use and tools and base models and other things. And I've learned so much uh, stuff in the past three weeks. It, it, it's absolutely mind-blowing. And um, yeah, I was trying to get some images for the podcast. One one of them I did do is a NESDEF compo that was generated by an AI. I just you know um, cleaned it up and put some stuff in order but in general i was just testing it and the christmas one this episode probably will also have some of some ai stuff i don't know i'll just try because it's so incredible the amount of stuff the styles as well so you can probably say oh i want to create this and then i want to give it the style of this author and it will create it through and then if you don't happy you with how much of the style you put in you can lower the vo the, the volume of, of that specific style you can add another style mix them together it's just mental and the possibilities are infinite. And so oh, it's just like crazy stuff, crazy stuff, really cool. But, but uh, generating like that doesn't take more time than making it from scratch. Absolutely not. It takes like two, three seconds. Yeah, if you have all parameters right, but if you have to tweak all the time, then ah uh, but that's the part that's time. the joy that's the joy because you get a slightly different image slightly different image and then you, you kind of pick one and you say oh this one I, I can and you spawn off into another complete different sort of uh, branch and you start to playing around with that and believe me they're not they're not bad they come out really good so it's just choosing between the good and the really good and 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 it's difficult sometimes. Do you want to keep this or do you want to keep that? And then, oh, then this is missing a little detail. What you can do is then you can get that image, bring it in, just paint over it like really roughly and say, here, I want this detail. Bram, and it goes in. And if you're not happy, you can do four or five iteration. I want it. I want to try this. Randomize it and it tries all different things. They're all perfect. They all look legit. It's absolutely nuts. And I love it. And I. And can addicted. you give it as your own previous pictures as an input? and tell yeah, it yeah, yeah. to to replicate your own style 
Yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, yes, you can train. You can train a Laura, they call them, or a model, depending on how. And you can put all your pictures in and say, this is my style. And yeah, now you can do that as well. Uh, you can also pick a picture that's got a pose or something or in it. And you can say, well, th this is how I want it. The strength of how uh, this has to impact the, the drawing, it has to be, I don't know, 50% or something like that. And then and then it will use that thing that you've given it as an image um, to generate something uh, very similar. Uh, it's really mind-blowing. The one I'm using is very simple, so it's not, it's not as complicated. I've been also using a very, very complicated one that allows you to do all sorts of weird stuff. But it's too complicated and I don't have the time because already this simple one is taking away my life. I need help. <laughs> I need help. Okay. I also tried ChatGPT4. Uh, so I thought, well, since I'm here, I'm investing. I'll invest in, in ChatGPT4. So I did that um, just to see how different it was. I didn't really think it was a great big deal. Uh, I'm sure it is. I just don't have the knowledge to understand that. Oh, I haven't spent the time. I asked it 40 questions. After the 40 questions, you can't ask any more, even if you pay, which is ridiculous. So I thought, well, um, not very useful for me at all. But the, the beauty of the four, is, I think now, I hope I'm right, is that you can upload a file. So you can give it a file of text and then it will read it and, you, and then you can interact and say, you know, reference that text, that file or document that you upload. It will do stuff with it and uh, give you the results that you want. Yeah, uh, not not as impressive for me as the as the AI graphical tools. Uh, but keep in mind, I, I I do lots of drawings by myself, so I'm very much more drawn to the graphical side of things. Mm. Um, other stuff, yeah, I've been very busy doing all sorts of nothingness. But yeah, uh, so inscription, we do. Yes. You introduced me to that game. I bought it because it wasn't a special offer. Because only because you said it was really good. And I must give you credit, it is really good. So as a preamble, I would say that I have uh, learned another card game for a job. When I used to live in Japan, I learned a game called Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm not sure if you're anyone's familiar. Mm. Seems ridiculous, it's got an anime. But the core game is really, really good in Yu-Gi-Oh! If you know how to play it, the core game, without all the anime stuff aside and all that, the core game is really fantastic. And this is a, it's a very, very toned-down version of... of of Yu-Gi-Oh! It's got lots of less stuff. It's got more mechanics, a bit more, I would say that that's a bit, no, 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 that's a bit of a stretch. It hasn't got more mechanics. You've got simpler stuff, different, and uh, you can interact more. My kids love it as well. So we, I've been playing with my daughter. She's learning, she's nine, so she likes, uh, I know, it's difficult <laughs> for her, but yeah. But also, I don't know if the teaming is, <laughs> is right for a nine-year-old, uh, but... I know, I know. It's a bit creepy. She said, oh, it's a bit creepy. But then she's, no, I think she's got over it. But uh, I don't know. Did I'll, you I'll, get the knife already? Uh, no, but nearly. I've nearly got the knife. Uh, so I know how to get the knife. I just haven't got it because I'm drawn into playing. And now I can combine all the cards and do that. So that, that part of Yu-Gi-Oh! is does not in there when you can combine the cards together and get all sorts of stuff out. Uh, that is not there. Very well done. Very, I didn't really realize how the rogue element was going on, but I, I could sense that I was getting better. Then I realized how it works. I'm not going to spoil it, but um, I think it's very well done. It's a nice game. If you like card games, though, if you like shooting, um, that's not for you. But I like card games, as I said. And, I, uh, actually, it's not a really good card game. That's the fun of it. <laughs> but maybe you will realize that later when you're playing it. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a fun one. 
it's a fun park card, card game, but it's not a really good and well-designed card game. But that's uh, on okay. purpose. So, uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, you'll learn that maybe later. <laughs> I've beat and a also, couple of bosses as well. And also, when you have the knife, maybe don't let your kid look. <laughs> Pro tip. Okay, okay. Thank you for telling me that. I will, <laughs> I will keep that in mind. Okay, uh, last but not least, I have been trying to repair the power supply that, uh, that I bought for Kit's uh, Amiga 2000 with not, um, so it, it works and then it exploded all of a sudden. So um, we're back to square one, um, just as an update. Oh no. Um, it, it worked, I've got the video of it. I'm gonna do a YouTube video on this one once it's done and then we'll see, I'll put it out in the wild. I think that's it for my updates, guys. Should we move on to the Christmas game. Yeah, sure. let's do it. I think you guys got quite a few <laughs> games. I've only got one. <laughs> uh, I have three really, really, how do we call it? Shallow ones. <laughs> like oh. there's almost nothing in there. So uh, I'll begin. I can probably be quick about it, but they're all from on a different platform. Maybe that's a cool thing. So uh, everybody who listens has a game to pick because I have a Amiga game, I have a Game Boy game, and I have a Mega Drive game, and maybe a C64 game as well. <laughs> Great. <laughs> we do. You can you you can be the new game of Flame by yourself. You've got all the all the platforms covered. No, but um, let me just start. Um, let me start with the Amiga game because that's maybe the less least finished game hang on a minute hang on a minute should you and diego alternate one and say so you do one diego does one you do one diego does one i want to talk about mainly one game with a reference to some little bit older one so all right it's mainly one for me okay then my mine is less than one in fact <laughs> <Act> in three <laughs> so I, I was looking around for Christmas games and uh, these screenshots of these games definitely appealing. I thought, wow, this is amazing looking Amiga game. Uh, Amiga can produce really nice graphics and uh, this is really, when you look at the screenshots, I think, wow, this is, uh, this is quite something. It's a game called Super Delivery Boy The Holiday Shift, mm -hmm. which is a sort of offshoot of of their main game, which is called Super Delivery Boy. Uh, I'll talk a little about it later. Um, it's by Niso Games uh, and it's made in two, uh, 2021. And it's made in the Scorpion engine. Maybe you heard of it. Yes, yeah. yes, we, we talked about the Scorpion engine on the show. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks really nice. It looks like, like a Taito arcade game or something, or maybe it gives me even like sort of New Zealand story vibes. It's like yeah, um, yeah, you're right. yeah. you play like a sort of egg creature, egg little man with with a, like a little uh, uh, snow gloves on and, uh, <laughs> and a yeah. snow hat on. And, uh, and the goal is to deliver presents, of course. It's a Christmas game. You're in a, you're in a little snowy level, a uh, single screen arcade style level where there are three uh, presents in, on the bottom with three different colors and, and with your character you can pick those uh, presents up mm -hmm. and you have to 
bring them to the top of the screen where there's people asking for uh, presents and a certain color. So if uh, a little figure has a green present above their head, you have, you to, have to deliver them memory. a green present. Uh, in the meanwhile, while there are like little platforms, only three of them, where there's uh, little creatures, enemies are patrolling there. Mm. And if you touch them, you will die. But you can also throw a present to them, but you also have to throw a matching color present to them. What happens if you, don't, if you don't throw a matching color present? Then they uh, just uh, walk through, through it. There's and nothing if, happening. And if you throw them a matching color one? Then they uh, die for some seconds. Oh, okay. So um, this is just a score chasing game. You have to just jump up and uh, throw the presents to the, deliver the presents to the, the villagers. Oh, I didn't know it. that. Oh, I thought, I thought it was different levels. It's, it's always the same level. And then you it's just always keep... the same level, always the same jingle bells music, really short <laughs> loop. Um, and oh, there's also like an acorn uh, falling through the, the stage. When? Yeah, sometimes there's just an acorn. It's a random. Uh, oh. Yeah, and you can uh, shoot also uh, a present to the acorn. And if you destroy it, you get a little bit bonus time. And you all have you can take three hits, and then the awesome. game is over, or when the time is over. There's That's a timer. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. So what's, what's the doors? Nothing. That's just where the the, oh. the, the villagers come out. Right, so right. That's 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 all there is. And <laughs> honestly, I was bored in maybe five minutes or something. I thought you were seconds. It took seconds me way there. longer to set up the Amiga Core on my sister. <laughs> more interesting <laughs> playing this game. No. So does I, the level I wrap I around? Sorry, sorry, just asking because I see the ledges. Sorry, Diego. If, uh, there's um, there are some ledges here. So if you go to the far left, would you come out on the far right? No, it doesn't uh, wrap around. It doesn't wrap. Otherwise, yeah, okay. It, okay, it's, sorry. It's so basic. It's but the annoying thing of this game is that it looks so good, and the animations are really great, yeah, and does. I love the art style. But there is no gameplay. It's just but I quite think those I think tiny games on Christmas time are fine because at least for me Christmas time is when I don't usually have more than five minutes to sit down and play because That's there's true. always something else to do. Like record a podcast. And so you, I would, I I love sometimes just to turn something on. And then maybe you pass by and, oh, I have five minutes break and I play that five minutes. Uh, longer games may be good after the most critical Christmas days when you have the, hopefully some holidays and then you can yeah. see that everybody else is busy with the present and now finally you can have some time on your own. But I, I think if you have like an Amiga up and running uh, and you have just this game somewhere, when it's Christmas, with a nice cheery jingle bells music, it could be fun just to have a little play with maybe some kids you know, and when they come around and you can jump around in this game for a little. But it's so it's so incredibly basic, and I think there it would be great if there's just like two levels more or something, something like that. Mm -hmm. it, could, it didn't have to be much, but now it's just like kind of nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, I don't know if I would. Yeah, I think I would recommend it just to if you have an Amiga sitting around and just to see it on a real Amiga. It's a really nice looking game. It's really, really so. Uh, yeah, that's it. And I also played the main game for a little, and I thought, oh, that's if that art style comes through in the real main game, then I thought, okay, then uh, then I want to play that as well. But unfortunately, that's also not released yet. There's only a demo. Uh, out of that game and that All demo right. released oh, let me look it up in also in 2021 and mm. it's also only one level so it's the same it's yes. more than this because it's like a horizontal scrolling level it's more like a mario game where you also deliver yeah, yeah. a package but it's also only 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 one level and uh it's done before you know it so i hope he's he continued to to make this game because it looks great, it sounds quite good. Uh, yeah, uh, I think the gameplay is the the playability of this game is quite good. The the, the jumping mechanics feels really uh, nice, but uh, yeah, there's not not really like content. There's no content. That's the problem. <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's just keep it. Keep it. Uh, let's let's see if he ever makes a full version. The last update was in 2023, and he has future plans. He says okay. four main levels on the four seasons. Mm. Yeah, let's see if uh, something comes out of him. It would be great. So uh, yeah, that was my Amiga game. Now my very short Game Boy game, which is called "Don't Get Pulled On by a Reindeer." Wow, the title yeah. is longer than the game. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, yeah. <laughs> it's made by uh, Eric Wilder uh, in 2022. Mm. And it's made for the original Game Boy, not for the Game oh, Boy. Oh, hang Core. on, hang on. I, I didn't I didn't say, I go, don't get pooed. So, the, like poo. Yeah, the poo. Uh, yeah. Feces. Oh, ugh. <laughs> Frozen poo. That hurts. So, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's less nasty when it's frozen, I think. Anyway, it does I would, hurt. I, would, I wouldn't know. <laughs> anyway, I think uh, in this game you play like a, a Christmas elf and you are in a Christmas landscape or a, like a snowy landscape. And you're just standing there. And of course, the, the, the reindeer is flying over your head. You don't see that. But he drops stuff. He drops presents, but mm -hmm. also frozen poop. Nice. And uh, of course, you have to avoid the frozen poop and catch you 50 catch presents. Mm. And if you catch 50 presents, game is over. Then you're done. Uh, <laughs> and what does it say? Also, uh, it has a little story in front and it has a, like a congratulation thingy on the, uh, in the end. So... Uh, it is there is something in there but uh, <laughs> yeah, this is get pooed all there man. is it's 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 yeah I, I enjoyed it it's just also a little yeah again a five minute i like that they uh, specify as well that it's dasher it's dasher the reindeer that's pooing oh wow you. okay i don't know oh, my okay. my uh, reindeer lore isn't that uh i, I don't know much about <laughs> reindeers <laughs> What, what Woos Dasher is he? He's uh, one of the Santa Claus reindeers, isn't he? Okay. And he poops a lot? Uh, 
apparently from this game we we understand that he's a poor on the in in the sky okay well but yeah I don't anyway, know. you have three hits so if you get hit three times by the poop then you're you're uh, game over yeah, it must hurt, frozen poop from the sky. Uh, yeah, we don't like frozen know. poop. But yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. It, it has a little bit of slowdown and the controls are a little bit sluggish. Uh, but it works and it's quite funny, of course. Funny story. <laughs> yeah. uh, not cross Christmas music, by the way. There's no Christmas music. It's, it's oh, that, that's, not a uh, music that's strange. Track. Uh, well, what I would have wished of this game is that there was maybe an infinite arcade mode or something mm -hmm. where you can play for high scores because now it's just 50 uh, gifts and then you're done and maybe you could make it in a high score challenge uh, when the with rapid more rapid falling poop or something or maybe a power up or something like that mm. uh, but there's nothing now <laughs> but and it's nice that the, the, in this game it's also snowing which is also nice it looks like uh Really nice Game Boy snow. Maybe that's part why it's a little bit slow, giving slowdown. But uh, mm. well, I was gonna say it, it doesn't look half bad. At least the graphics seem. Yeah, the graphics are, well quite, are quite nice. Mm. Basic. Yeah. There's not much, but uh, what there there is, it's it's good. And I think this is actually a really nice uh, little Game Boy game just to have uh, sitting around uh, at the Christmas party. <laughs> I'm just, oh, I see, that's a present falling down. I couldn't understand, it looked like a football. Um, yeah, those presents are some are rotate, rotating or something. But so they're like isometrically drawn while the rest is like 2D, so I, I couldn't understand. Yeah, yeah, I see now, I see. <laughs> it's, a, it's a strange game, it's, it's not much, but uh, yeah. Like, yeah, like Jago said, a five minute, nice five minute experience for Christmas. Well, on a Game Boy, you can take it around with you and, and play. But it must be fun. Oh, what are you playing? I'm playing Don't Get Pooed On by a Reindeer. <laughs> yeah, just, just, say just to title. say that you beat that game is just fun, right? So just go play it and beat it, and then you can say it uh, at the Christmas dinner. Yeah. So, <laughs> that yeah, you beat so. that game today. Lovely. <laughs> anyway, anyway, my last game is um, Mega Xmas. 89 by Nikojita. My goodness me, you've got yourself in a big pickle here. Go on. In, uh, and it released in 2019. Mm. And this is basically ski free for the Mega Drive. Do, do you know ski free on the Windows? I do not. Ski free for no? Nikojita. Oh. It's just uh, oh, like, the uh, very old one. It looks like Hungry Horace from the for the ZX Spectrum. This one. That, yeah, I mean the really old. Uh, I Windows think that was game. a Windows game. Yes, yeah. it was yeah. like free on Windows. Oh, what was that Windows ninety five or something like that? Nine. I yeah, I think so. Yeah, or but maybe... I think it's, this is inspired by Horace on the Spectrum, which is the same sort of thing. Uh, I think that's nice. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I think uh, I, I was playing this. I thought this is just ski free, because also mm. when when you're on mm. ski free, when you're playing for too long, then there's a yeti coming out, and this game, when you're skiing too long, something comes out. I'll give. I don't want to give it away. It's a present. But <laughs> okay. Okay. what a pun! Well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's a present. I want to give it away. Oh, <laughs> very good. Anyway. Your, your Santa and your skiing uh, down the hill. 
Uh, at the top of the hill, you can choose. Uh, if you uh, go to the left, I think you're going to choose uh, the slalom. If you go into the middle, you choose the style. And uh, if you go to the right, then you go um, to free ski. So there's three free modes mm -hmm. uh, where you can choose from. You uh, uh, ski from top to bottom of the screen and it's like scrolling uh, screen. And you have to avoid uh, trees, candy canes, other skiers and snowboarders. And uh, if you choose slalom, you have to, of course, slalom around little uh, gates, slalom gates, yeah. uh, to get points. Uh, when you choose um, style, then there is like ramps on the, uh, on the slope as well. And then when you're on a ramp, you can jump and you can uh, do a stunt, like a 360. Uh, and you get points by that. And if you choose free ski, it's just enjoy, ski down mm. the hill. Uh, this all has like the jingle bells uh, music on the background as well. A really all frantic right. version of it. Really <laughs> cool. And you have a live bar, which is quite cool, which says ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and every ho is a, is a hit. So if you, if you, uh, just crash into something, okay. one hoe goes away. <laughs> Does it go Sounds on really forever weird. or do you have a goal to reach? It goes on forever, but if you take too long, then something comes out to get you. Oh, sorry, if you take too long, so there's a timer or something like that. Uh, it doesn't, it's not a timer going too in, uh, slow, on the screen. Can you go slower or faster? Uh, yeah, there is actually a button to, uh, to dash, but honestly, I didn't feel that does a lot. It has a, a dash, a jump, and a trick button. But the dash button, maybe you can go faster, but I don't know if it it does a lot. But I actually like really like this game. It's really like really basic. There's not much happening, but the controls are nice. Uh, this the music. I really like the music. Uh, yeah, it looks quite good for what it is just a slope with all kind of trees and candy canes and mm. christmasy stuff presents don't crash in those snowman and uh, it animates really well yeah i like the character the little uh little uh santa claus with the ski mask on it's all again a basic game but uh really fun one i, I had the most joy of these uh, games uh uh, of these three with this one. Mm, so, uh, Mega Drive again. Look yeah. at the, the graphical prowess of this game. Impressive. <laughs> well, it's not, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not the most <laughs> graphical intense game, but uh, it runs really well. Yeah, of <laughs> course, it's like the, you, you see that it's like powered by the Mega Drive. It goes fast. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Cool <laughs> stuff. Processing. Yeah, yeah, like three sprites is good, but it's yeah, no, you know, if it's the gameplay's good, then you're you're all good, you're all set. And there's one little game I want to shout out because I found hey. it yesterday, but I couldn't play it yet. And it's called Santa's Trouble, and it's oh, yeah. on for the C sixty four. It released six days ago, um, and it looks like a sort of elevator action mm. kind of game where you have to 
avoid walking enemies, picking up mm-hmm. presents, and uh, using elevators up and down to. Uh, and some I think power-ups. it's in. Uh, I've seen it too. Haven't played it yet, but I think it's inspired by Bagitman rather than elevator action. Oh, but, I, uh, I never played that. What mm-hmm. what's that game? Bagitman. Never. Heard uh, of it. It's a yeah. It's a similar sort of game, except that you're not a Santa. You are rather um, a thief. I think that you have to collect bags of money and. Uh, there's elevators and barrels, and you have to escape uh, policemen, I suppose. Okay, oh, yeah. It's an old that, one this from is, the 80s. It sounds really sim- similar. And this game has actually quite a... F- I think it has like eight levels or something, and even difficulty mode. So it, this would have been a really nice game to bring to the show, but uh, I didn't have time anymore to play it. But uh, yeah. definitely check it out. Wow. So yeah, that's my C64 will... recommendation. These shows we're doing, like we cover 20 games in a show. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know these are Christmas games. They're small. Anyway, we'll talk more about that on the on the new, on the Game of the Year episode that we're going to record shortly. Okay. So uh, good good ones. I think I like them. Um, Diego, what's what's your highlight? Uh, well, I, I also noticed this Santa's, tra- Santa's Troubles, but... Uh, I I haven't played it yet. I I will certainly in the next coming days. But uh, the game I've been waiting for this year is Santa's Workout 3 by Vector5 Games. One of my favorite Commodore 64 developer companies recently. So this is the third installment in the series of Santa's Workout. First one came out two years ago and then there was number two last year. So I was counting on the fact that maybe we were getting number three this year, which is also getting a slightly longer official name. It's called Santa's Workout 3 Silent Night. Mm. So Vector5 Games can find these on each.io as usual. It's a name-your-own-price game. And main developer is Jani Parviainen. And it's a christmas theme puzzle game. Uh, the whole series is about puzzle games, somewhat inspired by the good old Sokoban game. Ah, so okay. you, you get to push things around. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't played the old ones, I would also recommend them. But uh, let let me just say that these are simple puzzle, easy puzzle, so to the point that I would almost consider these to be children's games. Not super easy. The first one was really a pushover. First one, way too easy. Uh, Meaning, like, I finished it in on the first try without losing a life, level easy. That's not really that easy. (laughs) But uh, the other two are playable also by adults, so to speak. So what they're all different. They are all different. They have different mechanics. Every game is a completely different one. It's just that uh, it's a series of Christmas themed puzzle games where you are Santa and you have to do usually 24 levels, one per day before Christmas. Ah, that's so cool. And uh, but let me talk about the, the last one, because, of course, that's the new one. 
So what is Silent Night about? The point of the game is that as Santa, you have a whole neighborhood of houses, 24 houses, that you have to visit and deliver the presents under the Christmas tree. So all the houses appear as a, a series of rooms in this typical semi-top-down view. And in this case, in the rooms, there are things that you have to push around to make way for you to reach usually doors to the next rooms, explore the house and find where the Christmas tree is located. Then as you find it, you get next to it, you touch the Christmas tree and you automatically deliver the presents. And then you also have to make your way out of the house. Of course, you enter through the chimney, so you also have to go back to the chimney to get out at the end. But, so the thing is that uh, you have to be silent, hence the Silent Nine, Silent Night title of this third game. Oh. And uh, every step you take makes some noise. So you have something called a, a sneak meter or noise meter that indicates how much noise you've made so far. And when you push objects in Sokoban style, you also make noise. I think those make even more noise than just stepping around. If you fill up your sneak meter, you are discovered and you lose by a who? life. Uh, by the people, by people. Yeah, generally speaking, it just ends well it doesn't end it you lose a life and then you have to start over and um, in addition to these then uh, in the house there are pets and uh, also sleeping kids so if you move next to these you get like a second or even less of a second before they wake up you can see that they kind of start um, becoming alert a little bit. They are asleep, but they become alert if you just pass next to them. So you have to quickly go away. Otherwise, they wake up and they start barking or uh, making noise. <laughs> and then your sneak meter fills up quickly. And the only way to stop it to fill up is to get out of the room. Go to another room. Oh, so the, the, the sound resets every time, the sound, the noise you make resets every time you go in another room. It doesn't reset, but at least it stops going up. If you, if you leave the room, they don't see you anymore. And so the sneak meter stops going up. And if you wait, the sneak meter also slowly goes down. So you can always, well, always, if you find a good place to rest, you can rest and recover from the sneak meter you can just wait and it would empty and then you can start again does it make sense okay. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay. is there, isn't there a timer because then you can just wait every time every step you take yeah well you can just wait but uh, let me tell you the game is sneaky so to speak on you in okay. the sense that in theory, it's uh, if you take your time, you're not going to have too much troubles. 
except when you maybe go from one room to the other because you don't know immediately where the pets or the kids are sleeping. Mm -hmm. So very often you walk into another room and you're immediately next to one of them mm. and so you barely have time to notice, barely have time to notice and you have to quickly go back. And sometimes also it happens that you leave a room with one of these pets being next to the to the door. So when you go back, you are in the same situation and mm. need to quickly go away. So it's not always that easy to to recover. And can and, you enter the room from another side? Well, it depends on the room. There's rooms with uh, many doors. Well, there's, there can be, I think, one door in each direction. So probably four is the maximum number of oh, okay. uh, so doors per room. Okay, so you go into the room without touching that animal, maybe, if you could take another door. I don't think that the room, that the houses are that complicated so you can have two paths towards okay. your destination. There aren't that many rooms. There are maybe three, four, five rooms per house. Mm. Not So it's fairly linear in a sense. So, but as I said, it's kind of sneaky because it's not only dangerous to enter a new room, but it's also so common that sometimes you found the Christmas tree, you de you've delivered the gift, so you think, all right, now I've done the level. You go back and you stop noticing the meter going up because you think you finished the level. Mm. And that's when it catches up on you and all of a sudden you're discovered and you say, what? That's not possible. I'm just going back. But maybe we're going back too quickly instead of being careful. So it's not that super easy. And uh, having this Sokoban mechanic, you can of course get stuck. And then if you get stuck, you, you have to restart the level. There's, mm. a, there's a button to say, okay, I quit this level. I just restart it, lose a life and restart it. So I don't find the game generally difficult i still finished it in one run but it took me maybe an hour or so to do all the houses because i did many of these trivial mistakes so it's not a game that really not that kind of puzzle that really makes you think but as i said on christmas time i usually don't have that much time to go through a thinking game but mm. um, it it's still kind of kind of challenging a little bit there are some uh, nice things also some minor additions like you can get the slippers in some rooms which means that for a while you don't make any more noise by walking so you are more free to move around without worrying too much and um it comes with a nice music. I think that I've, I've tried all the three games in the in the series, and they're getting better. Uh, the graphics is nice in all of all of these games, but um, sprites are getting better, colors are getting better. In terms of challenge, I think the second one gave me a little more to think about. Mm. So I would also recommend at least Santa's Workout Two. Uh, this is um, 
also very much Sokoban based. But in this case, you have like mm, 12 levels outdoor. So you see trees and uh, that you are on, on the snow, there's ice. And your purpose is to reach the exit, first collect a key and then reach the exit. But there are, in this game, there's uh, holes in the ground. And in order to walk past these holes, you have to push rocks into the holes. Mm. And then the hole disappears. But there are also patches of snow, of ice, so that if, so that if you try to walk on the ice, not snow, ice, then you slide towards the ice straight oh, into yeah. that direction so you can fall into a hole that's on the other side. And if you push rocks onto the ice, the ice melts into water, but then you can't fall into water either. So it's a little bit more complex. You but have this to push... This really looks fun to me, the second one. The really second one, I, I find it... I found it a little bit more challenging, so also a little yeah. bit more fun for my tastes. But as I said, if you think of these as more like kids' games, they're all going to be nice, in my opinion. These are kind of puzzles you see in Zelda games a lot. Mm, yeah, there's a possible inspiration there, of Where course. You push away some uh, like bricks to continue on and find an item or something like that. Yeah. Mm. a bit like those puzzles i like those yeah well i, I liked it too and uh, as i said this second one uh, caught me more often than the third into making a mistake there are levels where you barely have the number of rocks needed to properly build yourself a path to the key mm. and then to the exit and then there's also a mechanic where you can collect additional bonuses so you can go for a higher score and especially there's three stars in each level so if you get all the three stars you can say you've really completed the level or you can settle for just getting to the exit with no stars but then if you want to get all the stars you need to be more careful not waste any of those rocks not put any rock into holes that don't really help you toward the solution mm. or just not getting the rocks like against the wall in a way that you can't then use them anymore because as with all Sokoban mechanics you can't pull the rocks you can only push them right yeah. so nice. I, I maybe wouldn't recommend the very first that was way way too easy but again also that one has a mechanic where you can choose to go for higher score collect all the gifts in that case and uh, that's probably going to make you think a little more. It has a completely different mechanic. That's not really Sokoban based. But now going back to the first game, I played it uh, a long time ago. But basically, you have in that case a very side view of each level. There's platforms. And the only thing you can do is drop blocks of ice either in front and below you to cover some missing ground so that you can walk like building a bridge mm -hmm. or you can uh, put them up and then you immediately climb on top of them to reach higher platforms which is 
also a sort of mechanic that Vector 5 games used in Jungle Joe. That similar also, kind of game. We talked about this game a long time ago. In that case, you are in the jungle and building either bridges or ladders. And in this case, the mechanic is very similar, but in a winter Christmas theme. A but bit uh, like Solomon's Club, I think. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, they're kind of similar. But as I said, the first one, if you just look for the exit to beat the levels and not going for a high score, it's super easy, really. You can finish okay. it. Really, you can really finish without mistakes in one go, all of it. So I would recommend to more um, experienced gamers to play the second and the third games. Those are certainly nicer. And of course, the, they look lovely. The theme is uh, perfect for Christmas. The third game also finally gets some in-game music, which was missing in the previous two. But uh, even just the, the intro music and the ending and credit music, they are so nice that uh, at, at some point I, in fact, left the game on just for the music in the background, in the living room, because it, it just uh, looked nice to see the title screen with the snow mm, falling and hearing nice this classic seed music from Commodore 64. It's, it was just it's nice. Is it Christmas music or is it something new? Okay, let, let me think for a second because uh, there's both, but now I'm, I might mix them up between the three games. I think the second one definitely had some original music, or was it the third? Well, <laughs> I'm going to have to check. There's a the, mix, mix of, uh, of multiple uh, tracks. There's a mix. I think... Uh, um, now, the second one had Jingle Bells, probably, but mixed also with another song, so it was going back and forth between the two. And I think the third probably has an original music at the title screen and maybe a traditional Christmas music at the ending screen, if I remember right, something like that. But it's good, a missed good. opportunity. They didn't call it uh, Metal Gear Santa, Aha. The, the, the Santa's Workout 3. It would be a nice uh, subtitle. Okay. <laughs> Maybe some uh, copyright uh, problems. Mm, yeah, but, uh... yeah, probably. <laughs> but I hope they continue this tradition in the following years as well with more puzzles. Because now it's been the third year in a row, so and they're only getting better. Nice, cool, uh, cool to have uh, a yearly game. It's a nice tradition. Yeah, I guess, and also free. So. Yeah, well, nice that's from pay what you want, yes. So what nice. about you, Andy? And Andy? It's my turn. It's my turn. I already have one game. I played only one game because I already had so much but time. But it's Also a, good a different game. platform. Yes, I'm trying to do to be very good and, uh, you know, use other platforms as well. So I say use other platforms. Use uh, handhelds in this case that are different. Uh, we haven't covered and I was in search for something for the Atari Lynx. And I had to go all the way over to the good folks at the forums in Atari Lynx and ask them, what is a good Christmas game? They have Lynxmas competitions. I'm not sure if they're competitions or not, but they have Lynxmas games. So they have sorts of jams where they make games. And this one uh, was first released in the Lynxmas 2020 game jam. And all entries had to be 32 kilobytes or less. The first version was released in Linksmas 2020. 
it was version one, then they fixed it with 1.01, .01, and then uh, they did a special green edition in 1.02, and then finally the 1.1. .1. The game is called Red. Red Against the Machines, yeah. There's only a demo for now, you can find it on each, and it's pay what you want. The game is by someone called Ancient World, though I have been speaking to a guy called Lord Kraken on the Atari forums. Mm -hmm. okay. So Lord Kraken has done a great job of making this game uh, on, on the Atari Lynx, in my opinion, uh, like as it's very limited. So it's an actual survival game, uh, and you play Red, which is one of the Santa's little elves. And they want to discover what's happened to Santa. They want to save him from evil. Uh, the game mechanic is pretty simple. The graphics are absolutely gorgeous, in my opinion, uh, this game. How he's managed to get so many details and things going on with the sprites and how beautiful they are. It reminds really me of nice the art style. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, really cool. And uh, it reminded me a little bit of the Taito old school uh, graphics, especially the Santa Little Helper. He comes in when he starts in a bubble. So I'll have you know that this game, when I first tried it, it was in an initial release, uh, 1.01, I think it was. And <clears throat> and I think Lord Kraken gave himself a little deadline to help me get the a new demo because he was saying this new version was really much better. And yeah, it's night and day nearly for me. Uh, so I got pretty far on the first version that I played. And now he's released 1.11, which is the demo for now. Uh, this, it's going to come in a physical release. At the, this time, there's only name your own price. Uh, so it can be free. You can donate to the, the author. But in, in a nutshell, the game is uh, collect stuff in one level and move to the next. It's really simple, but quite well executed. In each level, you have to collect one or more items and then the door unblocks and you move to the next level. Obviously, to hinder your movements, there are initially very few enemies and traps and stuff. And as you go along, they become more and more difficult to predict. So the enemies, for example, in the beginning, there are few, they're one or two, and they move in, in, in predictable patterns. Later, as you go on in the game, they start moving, there's maybe five of them, and they move in waves, and you have to make your way through them without touching them. As soon as you touch one, you die immediately, and you leave a, a, a red spatter on the ground. Nice. <laughs> so the more you die, the more the, the screen gets spattered with your blood. So it's very red, as the title is. Super Meat Boy style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's not too much uh, to, to say, except, you know, you have to collect these items once they're floppy disks, another time they're the keys. There's all sorts of uh, machinery. There's a that it's nicely themed now as well in the first version i think it was just one level after the other and it got faster and faster rather than more difficult if that makes sense and mm -hmm. this this uh, so i'll give as well a little uh, information like i did go i think to nearly the end on the first one and on the second one it seems to be more thought out and less to do with the speed at least where i've got to because i haven't got so further in it's uh, so it seems that the puzzles, rather than relying on speed only, they become more complicated as puzzles instead. They say the first version was a bunch of levels and you go through them and then they're repeated but at higher speed. So, like an arcade game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, the, the enemies will start moving around in weird patterns, but there's maybe an extra enemy. They move faster. You don't really understand where to go to avoid them all. And for me, it because there were no lives, at least I, I realized... I just, you know, kept the button pressed and I was hoping to get through because it was too fast. There was blades rotating everywhere in the little screen. 
in this one, it seems like there's more thought-out puzzles. The enemies are very, very much more well-designed, like drawn. And also, they move with patterns that you can sort of understand. Plus, I think he's uh, put the lives in this now. So you have a hundred lives. And believe me, you need a lot of lives if you, <laughs> if you don't know what you do the first time. Because you die a lot you die a lot uh there's no rogue element here that i can think of um the music is great i really like the music the sound effects are great for the atari links the atari links like a small amiga or from they, the same same people or something I, I don't know i don't know a lot of background but. no I, I don't think uh, i no? think some people i don't know i might be wrong but I don't. I don't think Atari had anything to do with the Amiga, but maybe, maybe I don't know enough about the history. Wasn't of uh, this sort like of stuff. Epics or something like the company designed it? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, so why don't you? I'm going on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but look, look it up and let me let us know. Maybe there's something that that we're missing. And there's not much more to say, to be honest. So he's put the hundred lives. And once you finish the lives, game over. At this point in time, I haven't reached that stage where you die. And he's also divided the, the worlds now into different themes. There's in Electric Woods, there's Arcade Die Die, and then there's so many more. And now the transitions are nicer. So basically, you when you open the little trap door and you go through, there's a little corridor and it takes you a little scene where you walk in and it gives you the your stat your stats before you enter the new screen so uh, it'll tell you how many lives you've lost and how many uh, lives you have remaining and what stage you're at it, it, it looks like they lost the christmas branding on the, the newest version or is it uh, uh i think uh it had it still had it in uh from what i remember um you mean with the title screen yeah, when I look at the Atari Gamer web website, I see Evil Santa, the screen with him. But when I look at the itch page with the newer version, I don't, mm. see, I don't see Santa anymore. Yeah, 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 you're right. It's Red Against the Machines. Maybe because it's a demo. I don't know if they're rebranding it and not doing the Santa part anymore. But yeah, when I look yeah, at the in first the, time, in the description, it still says say Santa and stuff. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I think it's good. It's a, it's a bit more than a five-minute game. This because, especially when you play the first version, if you have no lives, uh, you know you can just go on, you know, and uh, mm. and it kind kind of keeps you drawn in a little bit. You know, so you want to see what's next, see what's next. I must admit that the new one point eleven version is so much better because before you had just like an increase in speed, so you know you kind of knew already what was coming. Oh, there's going to be more of these blades, and they're going to go faster. Here, it's just different. It's a different theme, maybe different enemies. Uh, again, I haven't got to the end of this. So I don't know how many different enemies there are. Here's the blobs. Here's the chips. Here's some sort of robots. They're kind of different. It does look uh, a bit more engaging, this uh, this second version. Yeah, more like a full game. Uh, and this second version is more complete. And he's right. It's, uh, but it's a good experience for me. Cool. I think I, at the time I was torn about playing another game on the Amiga as well. Like yourself, I did find another one, but I thought, oh, look at this. It just was a bit different, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I went for this and I'm happy I did. And congratulations to Mr. Kraken. Hopefully the full uh, release will uh, drop soon. Yeah, I think it's next year now, but yeah. So for your, you all Atari Lynx uh, lovers, you can get this and play it on your new IPS screen 
installed in your links. That'd be gorgeous. <laughs> okay. Let's continue on to the news. Uh, I have one little news thing. I thought it was a little bit Christmas tree themed. Uh, I don't know why. Mm. But uh, apparently you have, of course, a lot of different uh PlayStation 5 controllers with like uh, camo skins and uh, silver and gold versions and I don't, don't know what. But now apparently there is a Yorkshire Yorkshire T version uh, oh, released. Yeah, probably Andy, you probably know more about <laughs> Yorkshire T <tea laughs> than me. Yeah, it's a, fa- <laughs> it's a famous brand, this Yorkshire T. <laughs> I can't believe they did this. I can't believe you found this as well. <laughs> I mean, to all you British listeners, you should definitely get a Yorkshire T controller for your PS5. It looks awesome. Yeah, it looks like a Yorkshire a photograph of Yorkshire landscape. Yeah, Print it on there. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the tea bag. I've got one at home, by the way. That's actually how the... The, the, the controller the, or the yeah, tea? The, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I've got a box of tea, right? And the and the tea box, you will know if well, if you don't know, it's a landscape, a green landscape, and there's a red band that goes down it, and then a black logo that says Yorkshire Tea at the top. And this has is being ported onto the controller, so the Yorkshire Tea logo is on the was it touchpad of the PS5 <laughs> controller in the center, and then yeah. yeah, in the center, and then at the sides you have the landscape um, reproduced on the on the handles. But the, the beauty of it is it comes in a, in a Yorkshire tea looking box as well as <laughs> <Yeah>. controller. <laughs> but uh, is it, it worth 150 pounds? Uh, maybe uh. for someone who's really, really, really into cup of teas. <laughs> it does look nice. The idea looks nice. But also, yeah. Why, why does it cost three times a normal controller? <laughs> You have to pay yeah, the branding. It's limited. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I really love this silly stuff. I, uh, yeah. I know. Maybe if I there's know. a Dutch ver- version of this, maybe uh, I won't buy it. Maybe a Dutch brand. I don't know. It's just uh, just too silly. And actually, it doesn't look that bad. Really nicely designed, actually. I think. Yeah, yeah. It looks good. Uh, they did a good, quite a good job. I'm not too sure about the the logo on how it looks like it looks like it's attached with a sellotape is this a joke is it real <laughs> i don't know what kind of news are we giving <laughs> <laughs> it's not from april first uh, of april so uh, i guess it's real <laughs> uh, yeah we need a scottish blend one now oh here uh, i have the the, the uh, link to the shop so yeah oh it's out of stock so oh, yeah, see it's yeah <laughs> It's worth it, Diego. Someone's already bought it all. So there you go. Uh, that's unfortunate. Because we do wanted one. Well, this news comes a little bit late for, for people maybe. But because now I tease them with this nice controller and they can't buy it anymore. <laughs> but you can still donate the money to uh, our show if you want. Yeah, donate some money. We've got so many costs here. We live in. <laughs> I, I, I need bread. All right. <laughs> I, I I didn't bring anything this this time, so I think we can we can head over to to sort of the end of the show today. Sure, uh, let's do uh, some uh, recap. Yeah, go for the recaps, guys. I'm uh, I played uh, Super Delivery Boy, the Holiday Shift, Mega Xmas '89, uh, Don't Get Poo On by a Reindeer, 
And Jago played Santa's Workout 1, 2, and 3. And Andy played Xmas Red. Right? Red? No, it's just red. red uh, just red? I think so. Okay. It said, it's just called red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just red. Sorry. That, that, that was By my ancient note. ancient <laughs> world, if you want to find it. And, or else you go to our show notes and you can find it as well on our website. All right, so this has been a bit of a short episode, but we need to get on with our Christmas stuff because I've still got presents to wrap and cakes to prepare. In fact, I've got to write a card tonight as well. Well, uh, I guess everyone's very interested in that. Shout outs, guys. Of course, to the Retro Asylum. Yeah, to Mark and uh, Mads. I also want to thank all the listeners for listening to our show. Thank you very much for your support. Keep listening. We've got lots of good stuff in store for you that's coming next year. Uh, anything else for anyone? Not really, but uh, please join Discord and leave a review on Spotify or iTunes or whatever it's called nowadays. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. And also, don't forget to write us an email. We haven't had one for a while now. I don't know if since when, but it stopped coming in. However, game at newgameofflame.com is the email address where you can write us our qu- your questions and we'll read them on the show. Join our Discord as well if you want. As we have said, come and chat with us. We've got a, a, a great Taste Club channel where we talk about food. Uh, thank you, Miss MT, not Mr. T. I always say Mr. T. It's like, I don't know why. It reminds me of Mr. T. MT, who suggested about that channel. Let's wrap it up. Goodbye, guys. Have a nice Christmas. Have a nice Christmas. Merry Christmas. See you next time, I guess. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. Blitzen, 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 where have you gone? Day that reindeer. Might have gone to play stable tennis again. Huh?